Presented by T-Mobile, the official wireless partner of Odyssey Sports. With an awesome network and great savings, there's never been a better time to join T-Mobile. Visit your neighborhood store to make the switch today. Passion, drive, and patience. What brings home the winning trophy is also what keeps your ride or die alive. eBay Motors has everything you need to maintain your vehicle and level it up to peak performance. From superchargers, roof racks, exhaust kits, LED headlights, and more. Whether you're into speed, power, or style, eBay Motors has got you covered. With over 122 million parts for your number one ride or die, you'll always find exactly what you're looking for. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, your part is guaranteed to fit your ride every time or your money back. Because with eBay Motors, you're burning rubber, not cash. With all the parts you need at the prices you want, it's easy to turn your car into the MVP and bring home that win. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. This is Bustin' Loose Baseball with Grant and Danny. Interviews, analytics, and analysis on everything baseball in the nation's capital. Want to shift gears here, GP? We can tackle two birds with one stone. That's not the expression. You're not tackling the birds. That would be a really difficult thing. To Why do. would you tackle birds? You what would. Have they done to you? They have. Well, I mean, they're just they're they're so arrogant with their tweeting and just sort of flapping their wings. Go, like, oh, you can fly, and I can't. But we're going to try to hit a couple birds here with a stone. Juan Soto leaves the game with a bit of an ankle uh, injury. Looks like day to day, nothing too serious. You hope. And it happened in the game against the Marlins, and the Nationals quite simply cannot beat the Marlins. I think it's like. A third of the Marlins' wins this year, numbers approximate, are against the Nationals. It's unbelievable how the tables have turned. It really is incredible. Let's go Soto first because he felt something in the calf. So I thought he was going to have to sit the entire following day at least with it being an 11 a.m. start. Everyone gets to the ballpark and they find out Soto's not in the lineup and you know they're bumming. I actually thought one of the best scenes so far this season of Nats baseball was when Soto pinch hit late in that ball game with a couple runners on. He ends up drawing a, a walk and there was nothing thrown really anywhere near the plate that he could have hit. But Soto takes the walk and then he's immediately pinch run for. So it was a anticlimactic performance because he essentially just stood in, didn't have to lift the bat. And then he, he walked to first base, and, and Escobar came out to run for him. But the reaction, I'm sure you saw it in the eighth inning. It was cool. It was World Series-like. I think Soto even said it. It was like a playoff atmosphere when he came up. And he was shuffling like he was in the NLCS against St. Louis. You know, front of the batter's box, back of the batter's box. He was locked in. That was as engaged and as much fun as I've had him, uh, seen him have in a while. And I, I think it honestly goes back to – it's like a chicken or the egg thing. The reaction in the crowd and, and the fact that everyone was giddy to see him and he fed off that energy. It was really, really cool. It's also a good sign, though. Yeah, yes. they don't want him in the outfield maybe or don't want him running the bases right now because of the calf. But the MRI showed everything was fine. And to play the morning after you know, you're leaving with an injury really, really uh, made me feel a lot better about the injury itself. Same here. I, I, I felt like that was – at, given that he pinch hit, I feel like him leaving the game was more pro- – at the time, I'm going, well, this is probably a calf strain, which is a, an exasperating injury, kind of we're, as we're piggybacking here off Tetro, talking about things that are really frustrating. But you can't do anything. You just have to sit there. You have to not 
exert yourself. You've got to let it heal. It takes time. You don't even realize how often you're using, uh, you know, that calf and kind of every mo every motion, every action can kind of make it grab and, and sort of set you back a little bit. So initially I'm going, okay, this is probably something he'll go in the 10 day and injured list with he'll have to rest. It now seems like it was more precautionary. Like, Hey, let's, let's nip this in the bud here. Let's, you know, get you off your feet before whatever this little strain is actually ends up getting worse. So that was an encouraging sign. I, I'd imagine he would be entitled to some rest here o- over the next couple of days, but maybe avoiding an injured list trip uh, seems to be in the cards. Quietly, and everything's going to be quiet unless he's just homering in every at-bat because of the expectations for him. Uh, he has really gotten going a little bit here. If you look at the last week, he's 6-for-17 at the plate, which is a three fifty three average. He obviously had the opposite field home run, loud home run. It was vintage Nats Park, a left-handed batter, homering almost in the pool side down the left field line on Saturday, his 15th of the season. So in this quote-unquote disappointing year, I mean, he's on pace for basically 30 home runs and an OPS around 850 or so. But over the last 15 games, his average is up close to 270, slugging 500. He's got an OPS close to 1,000 in that time. A lot of walks drawn for Juan Soto. In fact, he has twice as many walks as strikeouts over his last 15 games, seven more walks than strikeouts over his last 30. So he's putting the ball in play. He's making contact. You obviously want to see the ball in the air. Still a lot of ground ball outs for Juan Soto. But the trends are all pretty positive here before that injury. And the power that he showed on Saturday, following up on some doubles and extra base hits here recently, good to see. Yeah, Barry Feluga pointed this out. Um, his his OPS at the All-Star break last year was around 831. Right now, I think as of this recording, it's like 833. Last year, he finished right around 1. And this year, it's a question mark, but it looks like he's doing some of those same things uh, again. It, we talked about this. He's going to go on a hot streak. Those opposite field home runs, I think, are just great signs that he's in it. I think when he gets into problems, it's when he's trying to pull everything. He doesn't have to. He can naturally do that. He can react and and sort of live into left center and even you know go over the fence straight away left field or even down the left field line, which is just incredible uh, as far as you know those kinds of bits of hitting marvel uh, that he can do. Just just truly truly amazing. He will get locked in, and Josh Bell being scalding hot behind him certainly helps. Uh, as well. So I, I do think that's coming uh, as we kind of get into the second half of the season. It's just, you know, he's too good to be a 226 or whatever it is hitter here. And, and over his last, I think, 20, over the last 28 days, batting average of around 290, OPS over one, it, it's all starting to come together for him. And, and that sharp contact and all those good things are going to change that batting average on balls and play, etc. Old man winter here. If I had it my way, it would stay winter all year long. Short days, wind chill, black ice and a good polar vortex. Oh, heaven. Wait, is it getting warm in here? Your cold snap is over, old man winter. Spring has arrived. Spring. Spring is here, which means it's the perfect time to get away in the Hyundai you've always wanted. Visit the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event, where you can get great deals on all of our award-winning Hyundai models, like the tech-filled Tucson and Kona, as well as the spacious Palisade. Enjoy wherever you go with the peace of mind that comes with America's best warranty and three years or 36,000 miles of complimentary maintenance. But hurry in. These deals won't last. Add more joy to your journey at the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Now get 0% APR or up to 1500 bonus cash on the Hyundai Tucson. Now, during the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Offers end soon. Call 562-314-4603 for details. I just want to you know, stick answers, wrong answers only, right answers, whatever you want to do here, GP. It really is. It's 12 of 13 this team has lost to the, to the Miami Marlins. 
Why? Why can't they beat the Marlins? Why isn't it like, you know, seven and six? Or why isn't it like eight and five that they've that they've lost to, to the Marlins? It's, they've been they've found new and galling ways to lose to this club. And literally 38 wins on the season, 12 of those, 38, are against the Washington Nationals. Why can't they beat them? It's a great question. I mean, they, they haven't really played clean baseball a lot of the time, so we could start there. Also, the Marlins have terrific pitching. They don't beat really good pitching very often, I don't feel like anecdotally. So when you're talking about Sandy Alcantara right now, might be the best pitcher in, in baseball he's this incredible. season. I mean, he's, he's right there at the top of the board. They've had to face him, and Lopez is really good. I mean, even the guys who are struggling have shoved on them, frankly, so maybe that punches a hole in my theory because Trevor Rogers just completely shut them down the other day. But I, I think part of it is that the Marlins are as decent and deep a pitching staff as they have to face. And lineup-wise, I mean, we, we've talked about Soto's issues. Like, other than Josh Bell, they don't have consistent hitters this season, really. I mean, they've, they've got some guys that get hot here or there. So it's not a particularly good lineup, and they face good pitching. You're going to lose most of the time. That doesn't explain why you're 1-12. You're like, even the, the Mets have great pitching. You, you beat the Mets some. You know, so I, I don't know. I mean, the Marlins have their number. There's no doubt about it, and sometimes that's the way it goes. But – Look at the last couple of uh, days of that series, Sunday and Monday, where they go to extra innings twice, including on the 4th of July, and they lose both of those games where Tanner Rainey gives up crooked numbers in extras who's had a pretty good season, including a two-run homer that hit the foul pole. You know, if they're playing another team in the division, maybe that drifts a few feet left, and that that's a foul ball. <laughs> that's Instead, right. It squares up the foul pole, and you lose the game despite scoring a run in the bottom half of that inning. So. I don't have a good answer for you. I wish I did, but it is stunning that they can't beat this Miami team because it's not like the Marlins are that good. I know. They're just aggressively okay. It really is amazing. So I get, and I, we always talk about this on, on our regular show, Grant and Danny, but I, I, I don't have a problem when Jacob deGrom, when healthy, when he shoves on you. That's what he does. He does that to everybody. Sandy Alcantara is awesome. He's got a great chance to win the Cy Young Award with over 115 innings, a, a buck 95 ERA. Pablo Lopez is having an unbelievable season. That guy's great. Trevor Rogers is four and six with a five five six, three and zero against the Nationals. Everybody else, he's a touchdown and, and probably going for two. Right in terms of his ERA, in terms of all the peripherals, but against Washington, oh my goodness, is that SOB nasty? They're they're throwing in extra guys in the rotation, and and some of their regular dudes haven't even been available uh, when it comes to pitching against the Nationals. It's just a it's uncanny sometimes how you find a way to do that, right? Just the utter dominance uh, that Miami has this year. It's kind of it's, you know it's a role reversal from the way that it's been in this division for the you know for the previous ten seasons, give or take, where you know where Washington was getting fat on on the bottom parts of of this division and then you know maybe just breaking even when it came to interleague play or or, or things like that but it's uh it's certainly a role reversal because you're right Miami's fine their young pitching is awesome it's I'm, I'm jealous of it but it's not as if this is the 27 Yankees here beating down your door and it's you know I think it was Dela, Brian Dela Cruz who's got four homers on the season none more titanic than taking a Tanner Rainey 98 mile an hour fastball up in the zone straight away to left field hitting the foul pole like you, you give him 198 mile an hour fastballs in that exact same spot. He would do that one time, and that's the time he did it. Of course, off Tanner Rainey to send that game in extras, but it really is kind of comical that they just uh, can't seem to beat the Marlins. 